0: Otherwise, on SAFM. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, the 17th of the month already. Where has the year gone? Welcome to Otherwise Mzanzi, talking women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Makozen is the producer and Lance Andrews, our technical producer for today. Our contact details are 0892 Email otherwise at SAFM.co.za. Tweets at otherwisesafm or at Shadow Twaller. Now, do you ever wish parenting came with a manual? Well, Colleen Wilson has an answer uh, in the form of the signature contemporary parenting course, which she'll talk to us about in a bit. Then we talked to Tammy Alpert, in case you didn't get that course, about home counseling for teen parents. Hmm. Stay tuned after this.
1: Dube Trade Port has been named an industrial development zone. This is exciting news for local business looking to access new global markets and a great opportunity for us at home with the attraction of foreign direct investment. To find out how your business can benefit from this globally efficient supply chain, visit dubetradeport.co.za. Dube Trade Port, Southern Africa's premier air logistics platform. Otherwise,
0: on contemporary parenting is what we're talking about growing conscious children one parent at a time should it be the other way around Conscious children, one one child at a time. Colleen Wilson, hello, welcome.
2: (laughs) Hello, Shadow. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Listen, you look like you need parenting yourself. How are you so wise (laughs) at your age?
2: (laughs) Well, experience is the uh, mother of all uh, invention or desperation, perhaps. So, well-researched and well-experienced, and not that young either.
0: You're not a mother, though, are you?
2: I am. I've got a five-year-old and a ten-year-old.
0: Oh, so you're just at the right age to nip it in the bud before they become teenagers.
2: Exactly. I'm hoping so. You can check in with me in another five years' time, perhaps. But I'm hopeful.
0: Where were you when I was a teenage mom? (laughs) Because it was such a terrible time. And, you know, I, I know a lot of us we can't there's no magic wand really that says okay you know this is what you do at this age that's why the question uh, you know uh, do any of these sound familiar Uh, Mm. I wish parenting would come with a manual that sort Mm. of thing so we we must be very careful about what we're talking about Mm. what are we talking about here as the signature contemporary parenting cause What are you teaching that all parents ought to know, especially uh, before they hit that crucial stage?
2: Okay, so in a nutshell, um, a lot of the parenting information out there is all about how to modify your children, how to get them to comply, how to get them to do something differently, how to get them to toe the line. And really, we believe that the spotlight has been focused in the wrong direction because we as parents are the answer, the opportunity, and the challenge, primarily because children learn most from what they observe and experience, certainly right up until they're teens. So in that pre-teen era, right from birth, they are learning by observation. So, And yet we are not trained to be and to model that person that we would like our children to become. We believe and we were brought up in the way that our words are the power. So if we tell our children, do this, don't do that, then we're going to mold them the way that we would like them to be molded. But the reality is that their brains are hardwired to take in what they see and experience in the world around them, not by our words. Colleen, but wasn't it the same with us?
0: I mean, we we, we were wired the same way these kids are wired, except for times are different. I think their response is different. The way they respond and of course the way we we talk to them but I you know I know we we almost never thought about parenting because it's something that you do automatically because of the way you were parented.
2: Well I think what's happened is that we've moved out of centuries of being in a survival mode to being a far more conscious society. Mm -hmm. So and our kids are coming in far more wide awake and they're asking a lot more questions and it's just not flying anymore to say we'll do it because I say so. Mm -hmm. And the, the, you can see that, you see to any parent today, and the kids are questioning, they're probing, they're demanding something different of us. And we believe that the opportunity lies with the parent to shift. The parent is a barometer in the home, and when the parent shifts and becomes, for example, more empathetic, more understanding, opens lines of communication, builds relationship with the child, the children respond in so much more of positive Connected conscious way than if they just directed in this dictatorial hierarchical kind of approach that most of us were brought up in it's not working anymore If it were working parents wouldn't be in constant struggle and in constant levels of desperation
0: well you know I, I love what you're saying because then i believe that there wouldn't be as much conflict in the home yes
2: but, exactly but but
0: then what happens because you're not spending the, your whole day these children are going to kindergarten they're mm-hmm. going to school and the the, the 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 teacher almost behaves the same way parents mm-hmm. do so, wh- exactly. while you're nurturing on your end, there's the teacher who's speaking a different language.
2: Well, that's exactly, that's exactly right. So, our model at Contemporary Parenting is actually, we run contemporary educator courses. So, we bring teachers into presence, awareness, conscious teaching and um, teaching through relationships, um, understanding stress and behaviors in children. So, we run the, a similar program for teachers and the ideal model Mm-hmm. is that the child is built up with their emotional intelligence skills which is something that my partner Candice is an expert in. Oh yeah. The parents come through the contemporary parenting pro- educators come through the contemporary educator program and you've got a triangle now conscious aware people that have the skills of communication relationship building presence awareness honor respect and so it goes on. So that would be the ideal world. It's obviously quite difficult to make that happen but yes teachers have- do have an enormous impact and an enormous role to play in influencing our children. I love that
0: emotional intelligence because, you know, uh, I've had a program on the radio where uh, there's a woman, uh, Vangila, who's written a book about uh, how emotional intelligence can help us even even, uh, have a better relationship with money and And, mm, and those exactly. kinds of things so i'm I'm loving the fact that you're starting mm. them at an early age uh, mm. to be aware of the emotional intelligence and be able to apply it where it mm. is it is required. I'm really, really loving this so who 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 should attend I mean you've got your teachers now and your parents. Um, in in, in this one because I think they have to come from uh, the same disciplines. For instance if you have teachers from one school and you don't have the parents coming there um, then I I think there's a problem. So do you go from school to school? How how does it work?
2: You know what happens with our work shadow is that somebody hears about us and they read about us and they resonate with the work Mm -hmm. and then they call us in and the idea that we always encourage people is that build a community around yourself if you as a parent are interested in working on yourself working on your parenting working on your relationship with yourself which means then it follows through to the relationship with your children then the best way to do that successfully is to have like-minded people around you So get the people around you to come on the course as well Mm. encourage the teachers at the school to go on the course so we, we can't do it all we can't get to every child and every teacher and every parent but if the work resonates and you understand the transformation that happens at such a deep level through this work, then run with it and make it happen. We will come to any school in the country, to any group of parents in the country and roll out the program. We just need the minimum numbers so that it makes sense for us to be able to do that and then we can help you build that community of like-minded people around you who are parenting in the same way, who are educating and honouring children in the same way, who are understanding What's really actually revolutionary thought on facilitating the development of these little people, the science on bringing up children and facilitating them into their wholeness has shifted so dramatically in the last five to 10 years. Mm. There's not a lot of people who know about it and it's actually very simple. It just requires for the adults to be in touch with what's going on in their inner world, be it a teacher or a parent. What's going on in my inner world? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? What are my beliefs? What am I valued and how is that impacting my outer world which is obviously impacting the children? So we take adults, uh, educators and parents through a, a, a process of really self-awareness and then building their emotional intelligence and then building their relationship skills to be able to
3: facilitate
0: children better. It must so
2: be it is, hard. It's a, it's a big dream. It, a big in,
0: it, it must be hard because most parents and teachers are adults who are set in their ways that have been tried and tested over, mm. you know, they've built this wall around themselves. They're very secure in who they are without, mm. without exposing what's happening in their inner world. And the children, uh, you know, are are, are testing it because I think they know they have that emotional intelligence we're talking about, they know how to, uh, you know, how to dig into uh, and break that wall down. And this is what causes the conflict, isn't it?
2: Yes, that's exactly it. So um, there are a lot of people that choose to be closed because it's safe or it's uncomfortable not to be closed. Mm -hmm. But there's also an awful lot of people that are reading self-help books and going on personal development programs and courses and mm. all of that. And, and our belief is that the most powerful personal development course available to us is happening right in our own homes because our children are pushing all the buttons that are, are, are required for us to look at ourselves. They're showing up a massive mirror to us about where our opportunities for growth are. So what I find in my own experience is I was an absolute course junkie. I was all over the show, doing this course and that course and reading all sorts of books about mm. growing myself mm. and yet I was feeling completely in it at home and when I turned my attention away from the outer world of advice and into what my ho- my own family life was showing me about myself, then I realized that the opportunity for transformation lay with me. So, while that might be scary for some people, it's actually a lot easier than... Trying to make other people and other therapists and other courses responsible for your happiness and your growth. Since mm-hmm. the are there to
0: do it for you, we all know this. But Colleen, I, I love I love your mindset, and I I'm I'm, I'm celebrating what you're what you what you're talking about in these courses that you're giving. I want them though to to sustain because I don't want that family that finds it's 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 rhythm. Uh, to be to be kind of challenged when they have to go into the community and into the schools because yes. you know you deal with child minders that come from a different uh, walk of life as well uh, you work with people that are, are not in the same space uh, mentally as you so yes. you, these are challenges because much as you've worked uh, and you've done this course and you've worked your home rhythms but then you have to engage other people. does it yeah. does it prepare you for that as well?
2: Completely. So a lot of what we're talking about here is actually empowering ourselves as parents mm-hmm. and empowering our children through empowering ourselves mm-hmm. because they they're learning from us. Yes. So once we're coming from an empowered space and we're aware of who we are and we've got a, a level of mastery over our inner world, we can move out into the world with a sense of personal authority. So in other words, authority over our own person, no matter what is being thrown at us at work or at somebody else's home or when we're traveling or whatever the case may be. So that's what we, we're talking about. And and in terms of offering that onto our children, it's not only the empowerment aspect, the personal empowerment, but it's also we're huge on building resilience, building accountability and building responsibility in children. So we really... It, it, it's empowerment is the word that sums it up the most for me in terms of engaging with the rest of the world out there that might be walking in a deeply unconscious state and presenting challenges to us.
0: But does does that how the personal authority that you have uh, is it able are you able to to share it uh, with with other people or? Uh, infect rather is the right is the word i 'm looking for because I want us all infected as soon as these uh, personal authoritative people walk out into the communities i 'd like us to touch people 's lives and empower them in some way as well, so that they want to be empowered as well. they want uh, to have the personal authority, and I think that's a power you could have here because it needs to. I want more people to come to your cause so that we can infect everybody else because I love what you talk but the, you know the fact that we have to work in communities, we have mm-hmm. to live within communities uh, we, we, your personal authority all alone and, 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 and not shared may not, um, yeah it's good for you but I suppose then you shut out other people in a way.
2: You know I, I'll, as I mentioned earlier I'll Dream is that people take this work and run with it yeah. and, and want to build that community around them and want to offer it on. There's only so many people that we personally can reach. But as we build our community of contemporary parenting and contemporary educator people, so that community grows and then they filter the information onwards to their communities. So the, the, the model really is is that each person then becomes an ambassador or a light of this insight and mm, this mm, um, understanding mm. of the power is within and, and the mastery over understanding your inner world. Your inner world, is that's what drives us. What drives mm. our behavior and what comes out of our mouth and our actions on a day-to-day basis is driven from our inner world, our thinking and our feeling inside of us. You mentioned
0: something yeah. yes? some like answer, opportunity and talent, is that what you said? I think much earlier, much earlier, I, I thought you said parents were the answer, the opportunity and the talent. I yes. Didn't, I, I, is, is that what you said?
2: I, that's exactly what I said. So, so um, when people come through our work and they see that how much of the responsibility or the, 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 um, the impact that the adults make on the lives of their children. Some of the parents are quite daunted, like, oh my goodness, my child is learning 75% of what they learn from what they observe in me, so it doesn't matter what I say, they're watching me every minute, and that's how they're learning, and oh my God, when they were two, I did this, and when they were three, I did that, and (laughs) does that mean they're going to be awful adults, and you know, it it creates a level of panic, so we always say the challenge is that yes, they are learning from observation of you, but the opportunity is that as well, so what a beautiful thing, that if you work on yourself... Mm. and you consciously move through life with awareness and a mastery over yourself, mm. you give that to your children without opening your mouth. Mm. So, so who we are becomes a much greater teacher to our children than what we say. So, we must be that which we want our children to become. That's a quote from Joseph Chilton Pierce and it really, it can be scary but it can also be amazing because you don't need the pill. You don't necessarily, not always, you don't necessarily need the therapist or this modality or that modality to go and solve your problems. You, the parents, by bringing your full self and your full power and your full beauty forward can just be. Wow. And then let your children imbibe and assimilate that. And likewise, your nieces and nephews and the people in your agency and your children's friends, you are what you are. Just be who you want them to become. Just be it.
0: Mm. somebody somebody actually mentioned something to me and said you know the reason we're so stressed is that we've got faces and personalities for every different people or situation in our lives there's a personality you present at work and there's one at home there's a mom there's a uh, a friend and you know there's the girlfriend so uh, at the end of the day you go home not knowing exactly who you are because <laughs> what
2: personality to wear what
0: personality to wear and i suppose this is what is confusing for for the, for your family and your children as well but i want mm. to talk to you about the negative behaviors and tantrums because the conflict mm. i think is what festers in the family because depending on who has the loud of voice uh, will shut down the other and mm. and yet the, the, the conflict is not resolved. How does one deal with that? What I suppose the same thing of, of going on in your world but what do you recommend and do you deal with it in a big way at, at this cause?
2: We do. We've got an entire module dedicated to, um, to behaviours but in a nutshell what happens is that when is a behaviour being um, exuded whether it's a tantrum or there's massive tears or there's hysteria or there's massive upset, all that is is an expression of emotion. Mm. So when we are not in touch with our inner world and we experience our children expressing their emotion, very often that makes us very uncomfortable. Mm. We feel powerless, we feel irritated, we feel frustrated, we feel confused, we feel offended, we feel resentful, whatever the case may be. It, It triggers a whole lot of emotion in us. And as a result, we come back to the children based on our inner world's response to their so-called negative behavior. And we try and shut it down or we move away from it or we make it bad or we make it wrong. Mm -hmm. The reality is is that those are just labels that we've given that behavior. That behavior is, whether we like it or not, just an expression of emotion. And as the adults in the room, our opportunity exists to just facilitate that expression of emotion into the healthiest way possible. But the, but the emotion is needing to be expressed. Mm. And we come in and we judge it. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that important. You don't need to behave that way. This, it's unacceptable. We give it all these sorts of judgments and labels. And really, it just is simply emotion that needs to come out of the, 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 the body, like Candice always says, it's like a boiling kettle, it's just a whole lot of steam <laughs> that needs to be released. And as adults, when we're comfortable, we can allow that steam to be released in a healthy way and facilitate them so the boiling point doesn't have to be quite so high or doesn't have to boil for quite so long. But understanding that the fact that the emotions are boiling is very, very normal. But we don't take on that role of facilitating their emotional expression because we weren't taught how. Mm. Mm. So we just know that it conjures up a whole lot of negative emotion in us and the sooner we shut it down, either through bribery or through threat or whatever in between, the better for us. And when that expression of emotion is over, we sort of done and dusted and we give ourselves a the back and we move forward now because things are peaceful. <laughs> but often we've just, all we've done is we've resulted in a suppression of the emotion for the child. And we've labeled that emotion as bad, and or the child is bad for having it. And it's
0: all negative.
2: It's all negative. It's all negative. Uh, uh, Are you thinking we've been bad parents? Oh, goodness gracious me. If I thought that, then I would be sitting in a massive, massive cesspit of guilt right now. Mm. Because I haven't always parented this way, and I certainly don't always get it right. Mm. So, again, it's just labeling. So we good parents we bad parents we've messed mm. it up we haven't messed it up but it's just labeling it's completely ugly pointed we as humans label so that we can cognitively try and understand something it's actually a pointless exercise because it's a judgment i think that we are parents in struggle all of us to Ooh, greater i like that degrees, i like that <laughs> we are to greater and lesser degrees we are all aspiring to something more and something better and i'm shoulder to shoulder with all the other parents because i'm perfectly imperfect parenting, but I aspire for something greater and better every single day and that's all that I look at when I see other parents that struggle is that I'm sure that you two are aspiring for something greater and perhaps you're unaware that there's a way out, Mm.
3: perhaps you
2: are aware that there's a way out or a better way and you're still honing that skill and that's okay.
0: I like the parents that struggle, but now we're finding more single parents these days which which exacerbates the the, the, Mm. the, the space and, and, and the The relationship and the challenge because one parent uh, who has access but but does not live with the child and the other lives and goes to school and and takes care of everything Uh, Um, and just the approach depending on on the separation and 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 the tone it left in the home um, you one finds challenges there are you able to assist people are going through that sort of uh, for the child's sake or for the parents sake actually
2: Indeed. We've got a lot of parents who come on the courses that are um, single parent, either widowed or divorced. And and again, because we're talking about the transformation of the parent, it really is regardless of your circumstances. You've got Mm -hmm. parents with one child, you've got parents with five children, you've got parents that are divorced, you've got parents with children that with disabilities, we've got, you know, life happens and Mm -hmm. our situations are all different from one another. And it doesn't matter because this is a journey. In contemporary parenting, we take you on a journey through you, the parent, regardless of your circumstances. This is a journey about you. So it's a transformational process that's highly empowering for parents, especially when they're in a situation where they are single parents and they're they're finding that to be a struggle. This is an empowering program that we run. Mm -hmm. So they come out the other side puffed up and... Really, you know, with shoulders back and head held high and ready to, to relate to children because our parenting model is one of relationship. It's not one of hierarchy. Mm. And, and, and when you have relationship with your child, in other words, you've got a, a clear, consistent connection with them, that becomes your greatest source of influence. So when your child is a teenager and they're no longer interested in your threats and your punishments and your judgments and your opinions on them, your greatest source of influence is going to be relationship. Mm. So if you're a single parent, whether you've got older children or younger parent, uh, children, and you're able to really solidify and work on the connection with that child, all the other obstacles in the way start to dissipate mm. because relationship becomes the, the lubricant through which you move through areas and get cooperation and compliance and moving forward in a direction that's good for both of you. So it's enormously empowering for parents that are on their own.
0: Fantastic.
2: Colleen, um, you're giving a talk when? on? We're giving a talk uh, tonight, Wednesday night, Mm -hmm. at St.
3: Cyprian.
2: It's held in the Life Center at 6.30. And uh, it'll be about an hour and a half. And the topic of that is the ABC of building your emotionally intelligent family. So it really is an introduction to how to bring about an awareness of emotion within yourself and within your children to build a more emotionally literate um, and comfortable relationship. Is there a website? We've got a website. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Mm www.contemporaryparenting.coza.
0: Fantastic. And all the information is there, even for those who want to invite you to a different part of, of South Africa.
2: Yes, absolutely. We, we've travel. we're happy to travel, that's not an issue. Uh, we, we are working on, a, on an online course as well, it's not ready yet, but okay. that's uh, next, it's in the pipeline. And uh, and we're also available for Skype calls on a one on one basis.
0: Fantastic. So we,
2: we can be reached on hello at contemporaryparenting.coza.
0: Hello. <laughs> okay, thank you, Colleen, and 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 good luck to you and Candice. Beautiful, beautiful idea. This and and I I hope to mo- tonight is a success. Thank you so much,
2: Shara. Thank you for your time you,
0: and for your enthusiasm. You take it. Thank you. Bye bye. Wow, Colleen Wilson. www.contemporaryparenting.co.za. If you are in Cape Town, Saint cyprian 's School tonight. Uh, in fact, they're doing an eight thirty to twelve noon. And a 6.30 to 9.30. I think St. Siprins at 6.30 to 9.30. And uh, you'll get more information on that website. Coming back after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Okay, when we come back, home counseling for teachers, teenagers rather, and parents with Tammy Alpert. But first, news headlines. Otherwise, on SAFM. Ever thought parenting would be so difficult especially when we all want to do it right when all else fails well there's an answer find a counselor for teenagers and parents and we speaking with Tammy Alpert here Tammy hello and welcome thank you so much for your time thank you Sheda Tammy why are we struggling with our children these days
1: you know I, I think times are tough uh, parents are really struggling I think emotionally and financially and at the end of the day when they come home it takes its toll
0: on the children
1: on on, on the children and, and and themselves of course
0: let's let's go back a bit
1: um are we all meant
0: to be parents or can we be parents or isn't parenting for some and I know it's a difficult huge question I'm asking here because I think we handle life experiences differently, uh, depending on. I'm not too sure if it's our genes or the way we are wired, but I, I. Or maybe simply, is there a school that should be compulsory when a child comes into the world?
1: I think that perhaps there should be uh, many opportunities to to go to different schools along the ways according to. I think we've
0: lost Tammy. We're going to try and get Tammy on the line again. But, you know, what we're talking about, and I, I know I'm, I'm, I really think we need to go back so that by the time we get to the counseling stage, we've tried everything as as parents and for children as well because sometimes it's not about the children, it's about the parent, the way we parent them. And we heard earlier that, you know, we... we we talk down to our children and, and maybe that's part of the problem. And then when we want a relationship and we're ready to have it, they're not interested, you know. And, and they've made better friends and relationships in at school or in the bus, and in the train, and the taxi. As they walk, they find new friends. Anyway, we've got Tammy back again. Sorry, Tammy, we got cut off. Thanks, Edith. I'm yucking here about relationships. You were saying th- there
1: should be a, a, an opportunity to learn at every stop? I, I think at every stop, yes. You know, if, if the parents, I think, have done some of their emotional and inner work, it could be easier for them to reflect back on their teenage years and what they went through to show a touch more understanding as to what their teens are going through. And, and perhaps take time to to really, really, really validate and acknowledge where they're at. Mm-hmm. At what
0: point, and I, I'm going to leave that for another day, let's, mm-hmm. let's just talk about at the counseling yeah. sessions and I've, I've, my, my daughter's just turned 18, mm-hmm. so I've, I'm fresh out of it, you know, and maybe not totally out of it yet, but I think now our relationship has become a lot warmer and a lot better. Uh, tools? yeah there, there's a time when I wanted to to leave the country. I wanted to <laughs> run away from my daughter, sure. you, you know because i couldn't deal, but at what point then do you engage uh an an outsider because I also thought I I was betraying her trust if I engaged an outsider mm-hmm. to come in and assist, you know, because like who's this person? Never known this person. Why are you bring them in, you know? So at what point is it a good time to start nurturing that relationship with your with your child and seeking help?
1: I think I I predominantly work with teens age 13 plus, but I'd like for them to have an opportunity to be mentored by somebody from as young as 10. And you say mentored
0: by somebody who?
1: I think somebody perhaps who they have a rapport with, that if they cannot go to a mother, a father, a parent, or a guardian, there's someone else they can have a conversation with. Mm.
0: Hmm. Do you want them, though, to have conversations? Because uh, I'd like to be the first port of call and then, <laughs> and then you know, you can talk to anybody else. But I feel I, I, I have a vested interest to protect and advise uh, first and or direct where they go uh, as opposed to having somebody who's always an alternative out there.
1: And I think that's where the crux comes in, you know, mm-hmm. and granted, if you are do not feel you're making headway mm-hmm. um, and that's where being too confrontational can perhaps rock the boat too much, um, have the wisdom to perhaps have that conversation so that you don't feel and they don't feel you betraying each other's trust. Mm-hmm. And just guide them, perhaps through the process, and give them an opportunity to pick and choose who they can be guided by. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, the relationship itself,
0: though, is it is it is it easy to to, to mend a broken or not broken, but unintentionally broken uh, communication, and especially with a teenager, because there you're dealing with hormonal stuff, you're dealing with a whole lot of uh, uh, self-esteem as well and anxiety.
1: You see, that's where I would like as a counselor to, to perhaps become a bridge and a go-between. So if at any point in time we feel that perhaps there is a breach here, that I could step in and re-facilitate a conversation of sort. Mm, mm.
0: So so that's why 13 really, or as or whenever puberty hits, right?
1: I, I think so, and I think it's, it's um, starting younger these days. It, it does.
0: It does. Yeah. So, that 10-year that, that maybe is, should come under your belt as well. You, you maybe, that counsellor starts at, 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 at 10 and, and, and that sort of thing. But the, the... And where does one go? Because now there's counsellors at school, Tammy. There's counsellors at, at uh, different organisations, maybe a counsellor at work and, and there's government counsellors and there's so many. So where does one start?
1: I think perhaps school is is a good place to start Um, or look outside for a source of support within the community. And for me personally, why I've set up um, an opportunity for home counselling is for perhaps kids who, who don't feel comfortable to go to the counsellor at school, mm-hmm. or that they perhaps can't choose to, uh, to, as to who they want to go to in the community. So I could possibly step into the home where they feel comfortable and be that bridge between them and the parent. And it's that's, easy. It's, that's, that's my role. And do you only come and win this conflict, or is, do you
0: just want to generally be introduced to a family when the child turns about 11, 12, 13?
1: I think, I think when the child can start to conceptualize and understand why their parent is doing this, so that they can perhaps start growing and take responsibility for their actions as young as 10, 11, Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be when conflict really, really sets in. If they understand uh, the journey from a younger age and and would be able to be susceptible as to when conflict comes up, Mm -hmm. they'd be able to deal with it a little bit better than already. What sort of
0: child are we trying to bring up?
1: I think one who can be perhaps be more independent, but if they're experiencing dependency, they can step into uh, the frame and can uh, have a voice and can be acknowledged and validated. So a, a child who can step into the house and receive what it is they need and then step outside into the world and, and create mm, mm. That, that that's the kind of you, you know i worry tammy
0: i I even spoke to um Colleen earlier. I mm. worry about about the 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 different ideas of what we have for for children, not me and you and and what the world expects sometimes mm. there's different ideas depending on where we are, but we also have societal challenges. Um, that do not prepare and I'm I'm, I'm talking to you about this because I wonder when you have when you have the audience of that child and the parent uh, when are you confident that they will definitely go out into society and fit in and be you know and and, and be normal civilians or accepted civilians because uh, again we know the country we live in and we, we know the challenges we have with our society uh, and should every home maybe have um, a counsellor visit, you know, like yourself and maybe other social workers? I know you're probably not a social worker, but, uh, you know, should every family, can we then advise people just for free maybe and and, and just make sure we're all on the same page?
1: You know, shadow. there are no guarantees that any child will be able to step out in society and become a success. But I think having a, a mentor or a counsellor or a guide, and it doesn't matter what name you, you designate to it, mm. can just perhaps be a stepping stone. stepping stone to, to what? To helping, you know, that path along the way be a touch smoother. Mm, mm. It's 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 pretty much one step at a time, and the parent and the and the teen need to be talking a similar language. And I think that's the best uh, that we can strive for—a mm, similar language. Mm.
0: Okay, so when you come to a home, Tammy, what what are the sort of things you'd like to ask, and what are the sort of things that should be prepared for you, and what sort of home should be, should you be invited to?
1: I think, in all probability, I'd have a, a conversation with with the, the parent upfront, mm-hmm. just assess what perhaps we're working with, mm-hmm. um, and then have three individual sessions with the team mm-hmm. in order to create rapport and, and get a feel of how they deem themselves in the environment and what they need to work on. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it gets tricky. You don't want to betray any uh, trust and confidentiality. But then relate to the parent what perhaps we can work Um, with and what we should be working on and then bring the parent and team together and me facilitate um, that process.
0: And depending on the on the severity of the issue or the problem how how often do you see do do your visits happen is it once a week twice a week or um, do you have one more with the other for instance with the child more than the parent?
1: I think I'd uh, assess severity quite quickly probably in the first hour Um, But I pretty much see it as perhaps a medium-term venture because if you're you're a guide, you want to be a stable process in that child's life, especially Mm. if the foundation is a touch rocky. Mm. So that could be an ongoing discussion.
0: Wow. And I heard you talk about a parent. Would you not talk to both parents?
1: It, it depends who is all involved. You know, we've, we've got a lot of households that, that are raising um, the children on their own. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think for me, it depends who the child has a relationship with more so at first. I'd want to bring them and ease them into into that conversation. But it, it all depends who wants to get on board. The more, the merrier. You know, if, if a grandparent can be there, whoever's responsible for raising that child, whoever ever wants to step up and take ownership. Mm-hmm. I'm quite happy with that. But um, if it's it,
0: it, ownership, if 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 there's a mom and dad, you would talk to both of them. Yes. Okay, fantastic. And costs, I always ask about costs because they they are such an, a, a, a blockage when it comes to treatments and and those kinds of things, especially with crucial issues like counselling children. Um, what, are they affordable? Covered by medical aid?
1: Unfortunately, not covered by medical aid, but I I can start at Mm. 3.50. It all depends also where I've got to travel to. Yes,
3: yes. Um,
1: You know, I'm in southern suburbs suburbs around, so uh, 3.50 per hour. Listen, Uh, a girl's got to
0: work, eh? A girl's got to put food on the table, so don't don't feel bad by charging people and and even explaining where you live. You know, you you bring professional work, you've got to get paid.
1: I, I thank you for that but this this is my my passion mm. and I give 110% and as long as the parent is giving me 110% back I'm all for it.
0: Tammy how do people get hold of you? You sound very sorry you sound very young for what you're doing. I sound younger than I actually
1: am. I <laughs> sha give away secrets. No, no, but yeah, but I just need to know that you're qualified enough to do this. I, you, I am. I I, I got a diploma in counseling and communication from South African College of Applied Psychology uh-huh. um, 10 years ago. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So, so I have been working with the likes of teens and parents um, for 8, 9, 10 years.
0: Don't say more. You're just sounding very young, and I think you must keep your voice that way.
1: Super. Then <laughs> I, I just give you my cell phone number and my, my
0: email address. I avoid cell phone number. I don't know why I'm so careful around cell phone numbers. Mm. But I
1: I'm I'm happy for your email. E-ma- email Tammy T-A-M-M-Y, mm-hmm. dot L-pert, mm-hmm. Alpert A L P E R T at Gmail dot
0: com, Shadow. Tammy dot alpert at gmail.com. Listen, if you are comfortable giving your cell phone, I don't mind. But I just just worry about women giving cell phones away and all sorts of things happening.
1: Super, we'll leave it at email. Yeah, email. Thank
0: you so much, Tammy, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time, and hopefully we talk again soon. Thank
1: you. All the best, Shadow.
0: You take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. It's Tammy Tammy.Alpert. And have I got a this crazy mind? I always cringe when somebody wants to give their cell phone on the radio nationally with the footprint that we have all over the country. Everybody can hear you. And everybody's got your number. How do you sleep at night? I don't know. It's just me. But I guess when you run a business, it's okay. The more, the merrier. So if if Tammy feels like it, she'll give you her cell phone when you email her at Tammy.Alpert, A-L-P for Peter, E-R-T for Tommy, at gmail.com.